the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to On the Record with Tiffany. There are heroes throughout San Antonio, men and women that go the extra mile to make lives better. During the next hour, you'll be inspired as we introduce you to these unsung heroes. And now here's your host, Tiffany Jones-Smith. And welcome to On the Record with Tiffany and Kevin Smith, home of conservative radio on home of conservative talk radio, 930 a.m. The answer where we have American descendants of, of the enslaved giving you our opinions of the day. Is that pretty good on the intro? Mm, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. We changed it up to we changed whatever Kevin L. Smith wants. What do you want? What Keep do I want? <laughs> do y'all on. see what I have to deal with every day? No. She's pretty. The, she does more than cook. <laughs> what is wrong? All right. Adam, we got you shocked on that one. All right, Tiff. So, the, you know, the goal of our show is uh, we identify as the American descendants of the enslaved. And that's important because we we're taking hold of we're, we're taking our own history and we are communicating what that means to us. And we're also writing our own narrative, writing Not our own narrative, people. Not letting other people tell us what the narrative is. And one of the big things that we like to emphasize size is people who claim to be B1, right? We want to see those individuals out there really having an impact on the issues that they've identified that of, that that affect us, right? Yeah. But also in that process, you have to build coalitions and you have to find other people of interest, just how the system works. And so uh, our area is healthcare. And in particular, uh, uh, kidney care, right? Because that of yep. kidneys, uh, kidney failure, ESRD affects a lot of us disproportionately, right? That's how we really got involved with, uh, with you know, being in the public eye and and working in mm-hmm. the, the uh, nonprofit sector was was because I have a uh, connection to kidney disease. At the time when we got, first got involved, I'd lost nine family members to kidney disease, and now we're up to 13. Um, but uh, I was just trying to figure out what what was going going on. What happened to my family? What's happening to other families like ours? Mm-hmm. You know, wh- how is this... Uh, Mm-hmm. How is this affecting the world? And as as we began to un, unpack what was happening in kidney disease, I really began to see that that uh, one, the patient voice wasn't being heard. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. the right to. We're living in a free market society. This is the United States. Yep. We have the right to know about our. Healthcare. The individual has the right to know, and unfortunately, the way that the the uh, healthcare system is playing out, the especially in the in regards to kidneys, uh, you don't know. Yeah, and the information is stacked against you. And by that, I mean uh, the first thing that that became glaringly evident mm-hmm. was that communication was basically clouding. Uh, 
and affecting outcomes negatively. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's talk about so the system, right? Let's talk about the system, right? The uh, current healthcare. We believe in free markets, and that's one of the things that we love, mm-hmm. right? We believe it produces mm-hmm. some of the best products and services, et cetera, uh, for mm-hmm. for the country and for the citizens of the country. But right now, something that they're, that's trying to be addressed in the system is a pay model called uh, uh, service, right? It's called a uh, pay-for-service model. And what that means, right, is that uh, hospitals, physicians, they are compensated based on the services that they provide to you, right? And so one of the unfortunate things that everybody in the system kind of becomes a victim of is uh, you begin to stress volume and not quality, Right. And so there, and there's a lot of things that are being that they're trying to change for that. But I think the one thing that's being missed, that's missing in the whole thing is the that that the consumer of health care. Right. That's you and me. Right. We don't know. We don't have information. Right. We're not aware of what the latest uh, medications are. We aren't aware of what all the various things that go into our health care. We're simply not aware of those. In and kidney, the numbers bear that out. In, in kidney in the kidney space, uh, a person is not it is not suggested that physicians diagnose one with kidney disease until stage three, which means that they the suggestion is that they tell you. Once you're in stage three. Now, your your medical professionals, there is evidence that suggests that medical professionals see you're in stage one and two, but do not say a thing and stage three. The reality is, is that the suggestion is, is that they report to you at stage three. The reality is that it's generally reported in stage four. Now, let's talk about that, right? So, wait And a minute. there are five stages to kidney So, you're telling me I can be in stages one and stages two of, of a chronic disease and my doctor doesn't have to tell me? That's right. And this is the only chronic illness where that's acceptable. It would never be acceptable to find somebody in stage one of cancer and go, hey, you know what? Michelle's in stage one of cancer. Up. Oh, We'll just wait until she gets to stage four and we'll tell her about it. All right. I'm going to play crazy Uncle Abe, right? I'm going to ask some questions uh, like Abe. Why you always want to throw my uncle Hey, that's your relative. I can call names, right? Why? So I'm Uncle Abe, right? And you know, he's got. Uncle Abe, that's Kevin. That's not me. (laughs) He's got some, some, some conspiracies every now and then, right? He'll be looking at that. And Uncle Abe would say, hey, where's the money at? Do they get paid if they tell you that you have cancer at the first stages, one, two, and three? Is there money there? And there is. There's quite a mm, bit. Well, fi- you know, finding diseases early. Uh-huh. Uh, you didn't answer my question, Tiffany. Yes. There's, I'm Uncle Abe. When you're talking about, <laughs> yes, there's money there, but there's money there in both cases. However, the larger uh, payout, I guess, if you want to state it like that. That's what Uncle Abe was saying. The say. larger payout. In the kidney space is on the back end. It's uh, it's on the back end of services. So in in the latter stages of kidney disease, and really in the final stage of kidney disease, is where the largest profits can be made. So we're saying if if I go into end stage renal disease, there is there's quite a bit of money there, right? Yeah, it's not as profitable as uh, telling me if I'm in stage telling one. you earlier on. 
Okay. So we're, so the, and and that is the problem. The right? the the uh, profit, the conservative profit uh, per patient that's on uh, in end stage renal disease just for dialyzing one uh, one year is eighty seven thousand dollars per year. That's what's attached to them. I don't know if all of that revenue turns to profit for the for the physician, but that's uh, eighty seven thousand dollars per patient per year. Um, and so that's a system that's more or less rigged against the average person. And it disproportionately affects uh, black people, right, uh, the American descendants of the enslaved. It, it disproportionately affects us. It disproportionately affects uh, Hispanics. It disproportionately affects uh, poor whites. And then also, if you even look just at the general numbers there, it also affects those who are about in the hundred to two hundred thousand uh, dollar a year income bracket. That's right. right. And then on on top of that, finding that that there's the diagnosis uh, cloud, you know, where people are they see that you're in stages one and two and don't say anything. We also found that there are amazing therapeutics that are available Mm -hmm. and have been for 10 years, 10 years. Test it. Right. They're not going to make me grow a third year. Exactly. They're, and and they're, they are highly recommended by the best scientists in the country. They're called SGLT2Is. Uh, the I stands for inhibitors. Mm-hmm. They, they, uh, those drugs, in combination with early detection of chronic kidney disease, can... can uh, Slow down and even stop uh, kidney disease. The progression of kidney disease. Yeah, I mean it's mm-hmm. it, so you literally can impact the numbers on people going into end stage renal disease. It's it's a game changer for for kidney disease. But uh, the problem that we're having is getting doctors across the country to prescribe, and we've got uh, the National Institute of Health telling them to prescribe. The medications, the NIDDK telling them to prescribe the medications, and yet only 1.26% of nephrologists are prescribing them. And then the rates in which they go to, uh, to, to, uh, to, to non-whites is extremely low. I mean, it is, it's unbelievable the rates at which these medicines get to, uh, to, uh, to ADOS, uh, to, uh, Hispanics. I mean, if you saw the numbers, you would well, just be Well, the rates baffled. are low for them going to poor white people too. Yeah, they are. They're not going to any of us at the rate that they should be. Going. And my, and, and my finding th- all of that stuff, that, that was what really made me say, wow. It was my MLK moment where, where you just think, we have got to uh, stand up mm-hmm. for our people, and our people being uh, all people who need quality health care. Every, every American deserves that. All right. So we're running. Our time is running down. I want to bring back in that and I want to tie some pol- a little bit of politics in with that when we come back in the next section and talk about uh, the fee for service and the impact that has and the need to build coalitions across groups. Right. And, and really focusing on the outcome that you desire versus, exactly. you know, some Puritan methodology that you're going to commit to, which is what we tend to have today in politics. 
right? Is that it's we, polarizing, and we we actually have to uh, join one another because we really are more alike than we are different. You can see that, especially when health disparities uh, come into play. You can see that we're more alike than we are different because. Uh, one in three are at risk for kidney disease. That means uh, across people groups, there's a problem. No, no, no. There's one in three who have chronic kidney disease and don't know it. No, one in three are at risk for chronic kidney disease. Wow. One in three are at risk for, for chronic kidney disease. That's across the United States. Mm-hmm. And you have been listening to On the Record with Kevin and Tiffany, home of conservative talk radio, 930 AM, The Answer. And we will be right back. We are doing a special campaign at Texas Kidney Foundation to get your kidneys checked. It is called Silent But Deadly because kidney disease is a silent but deadly killer. And we need you to go to our website silentbutdeadly.org. Take a 12-question test and we will send you a kit to your house. Get your kidneys checked at silentbutdeadly.org. All right, and we're back with On the Record with Kevin and Tiffany. Tiffany and Kevin. (laughs) On 9.30 a.m., The Answer, home of Conservative Talk Radio. All right, Tiffany, you and I were getting a little bit, I was a little confused on the statistics. So give me the statistics Uh, again, right? Because I think I misquoted. Again, one in three are Uh at risk for kidney disease. And that doesn't matter if if you're black, green, blue. Yes, one in three. One one in three. One in three Americans are at risk for kidney. Kidney disease. And then nine out of what? You told me in, in between. And then those? of those who have kidney disease, mm-hmm. nine out of 10 of them do not know that they have okay. it. Okay. So nine out of 10 do not know that they have it. So let's talk about a couple of those statistics, right? So nine out of 10 do not know that they have it. And we know what are the, what are the two causes. And that ties back to the systemic issue that we're talking mm-hmm. about, which is, is communication of the disease mm-hmm. to patients because often you just hear, oh, you're, you're doing fine. And stages one and two are not considered to be uh, something that has to be told to the patient. So so medical professionals just don't. Well, let's let's draw back, right? Because the literature does show that the two biggest causes of chronic kidney disease, right? We're not talking rare kidney disease. That's a different story. Just chronic kidney disease. The two biggest causes are uh, hypertension, and diabetes. Mm-hmm. It really would be reversed. Diabetes is number one. Hypertension is number two. Yeah, and we all know grandma and grandma who have it, right? We know we all have uh, different relatives who have it. And in Bear County, the biggest impacted areas of diabetes are everyone south of downtown. Mm-hmm. That those are statistics. You, you can, can go look those up. Yeah, you can draw a line across that. You can see the heat mm-hmm. map, right? Yeah. And those those are the places biggest hit by it, right? And then those are also the same places that that it is simply either simply not communicated uh, to the patient that they're in a stage of chronic of, of kidney disease, 
or it is poorly communicated. Let's talk about stages versus diagnosis. Now, this will blow you away, right? Okay, so stages are simply a degree in which you have a different degree of damage to your kidneys. Your kidneys are the functioning uh, is going down, right? And they measure that by EGFR, which is how well your kidneys filter, how well your kidneys are doing what they're supposed to do. And then there's a, the other one. So that's the function. And then the damage, right, is you're going to have to help me with this word because I always say it wrong, right, is measured by albumin to creatinine ratio. That's a number. Right. I said it right this time, right? Uh, so that causes the, that's, that measures the damage, right? Now, and we're not doctors, so we're we don't want to we get into the weeds of this. It, but, but those are two important things that are publicly mm-hmm. out there because they want you to know those two numbers so you can assess for yourself what the damage is to your kidneys. And so you how can go many back. people know those two numbers? But, how many of you even knew what that was? But the annoying part to me, Tiffany, is the onus is put back on the patient, the consumer. That's right. The patient is going in to find out from from the uh, the medical professional, hey, what's going on with me? And it's being told, oh, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Until they're not fine. Until you're not fine. Right. And then and, the part people get mad because they're like, how did this happen? Yeah. And it happened because no, because the onus is placed on us. You, the medical professional is not required at all. It is a to, guideline, right? It's not required at all to tell you anything. So they don't. Uh, it's suggested. And most just do the best practices according to. Uh, Cadigo. Mm-hmm. What does Cadigo stand for? I don't know. Uh, I think it's Cadigo. a kidney. Uh, it's Cadigo. Look it up. Take a word. K-D-I-G-O. Uh-huh. Um, they're the ones who set the guidelines. And according to them, uh, we don't, they don't have to actually diagnose until stage Well, let's talk about that, right? They just monitor. But there are people... They just monitor, but they don't... But there are people who disagree with that, though, Tiffany. The the thing that I found interesting about about these different meetings when they have patient advocates in the room doing this here, the patients are saying, we want to know. The research shows we want to know in stage one. Yeah. If we're stage one, right? At a minimum, stage one, right? And most definitely, you should know if you have diabetes or hypertension. You should know if you're in a stage of kidney disease. You should know, right? Because you're diagnosed normally at about three, at at, at stage three, if you've maintained that state, the requirements for stage three for up to three months, right? If you retain all the, all the diagnostics diagnostic requirements for up to three months, you're diagnosed with chronic kidney disease, right? And most people aren't aware of that. You're not aware of the distinction? Yep. Why, how, why, would mo- why would patients know that? Exactly. They wouldn't know that. But they have to know it because... Mm-hmm. Uh, but, they, but, you know, the, and this is why we always say that in this, in this scenario with kidney disease, we've got all of these medical professionals that we revere and that we give the the uh, benefit of the doubt, you know, we give we give a lot of reverence and deference to. And yet there's no 
there's no accountability there. Yeah. They, they have the accountability of a four-year-old. They don't have to tell us anything. We got to figure it all out. We got to show up and know what our numbers are and understand what the numbers are, understand their language. If you don't, you're just, uh, you know, ignorant and non-compliant. Yeah. Those are the tropes that are used. Ignorant, non-compliant, uh, doesn't want to, just doesn't care about their health. Uh, and often it's the communication. It's the fact that that nobody is is telling you that you're in stage one. And hey, by the way, this can be reversed by doing X, or, at or this least... can be slowed down by doing X. This can be. We have a, a series of drugs. They're expensive. This is what they are. But you know, but let's here's talk. your options. Let, let me give you your options, and then. Let you choose. All right. So let, let, let's go at a couple of things. Right? That's not being done. It's not being done. And there's and I haven't seen anyone from any of the national programs really talking this bluntly about it, to be honest with you. Uh, but Tiff and I have just decided mm-hmm. that we're going to be comfortable with making people uncomfortable. Right. Because we always because go. Because it's our lives. It's our lives. Of course. Of course. Uh, your your bigger programs or whatever don't don't talk about this because uh, if you're closely linked to dialysis, you're not going to say, hey, this uh, this is going on and it could it could help people at the front end. We're talking front end. We're talking upstream. So stopping the disease at the beginning, not waiting until it gets to the end. Their goal is wait till the end. Let's talk about a few things. Right. So we know. When I say we, the, the numbers, the statistics show that the two groups of people who are, are have a higher risk of going into end stage renal disease, where their chronic kidney disease is going to progress, so it's going to it's going to blow out their kidneys are, and they are diabetics, people who have diabetes, even yes, even you little fat chubby people like me who are pre diabetic, you are at risk, right? And I know you got big arms, but you're still at risk. <laughs> The second group of people are those who have (laughs) hypertension. And if you're unfortunate enough to have a combination of both. Yeah, like me. Right. Hypertension Mm -hmm. and diabetes. It increases your risk of damaging your kidneys. Those are facts. The numbers support that you can. When you go Google this, people do not Google take any random Google page. Go to the NIDDK or the CMS. Those are that's where everyone gets their information or National Institute of Health or National Institute of Health. That's Mm -hmm. that. Those are the experts. Right. And so NIDDK is National Institute of Digestive and Diabetic Kidney Disease. That's I went to public school and I can barely say digestive. So NIDDK. (laughs) So that's what it stands for. So they they are specifically for for uh, your kidneys. And you want to go look at that because. You know, if if the onus is being thrown back on us, then then several things have to happen. One, people like us, and we will continue to uh, beat the drum and provide information so you know which questions to ask your doctor. Um, and so, so we have to speak up. But 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 as the individual, when you're walking in, remember you're only going to see that doctor from three to seven minutes. I so want to stop real quick, Tiffany, because. It's important for the three the three categories of people who are higher at risk because I want to give some more statistics that are from uh, from the official websites. Right, is that those three categories: diabetes, hypertension, or a combination of, of both, put people at greater risk. I don't care who you are. 
Mm-hmm. You have those three, you're at high risk, right? Yeah. And so, but the reason that's important. It doesn't important, matter what your ethnicity is, you're at high risk. You're at high risk. But the reason that's, mm-hmm. is, that's important because those three groups, groups of people, they, the, the people who are screened for chronic kidney disease, those people are at risk. Those people, they're only, it's only about 42, let me be generous, 45, at a minimum, about 45% of those individuals have been screened for chronic kidney disease. Yeah, most, most, most are not. Most have not. And so as people are, and especially this is important for me because of the industry I came out of, which was uh, finance and retirement planning, right? So get, so I got a call. Uh, on the, on the, uh, about last week, a person called me and they were telling me, Hey, I have chronic, I've been, I have stage three chronic kidney disease and they were a little upset. They just recently retired, right? And so they were asking me questions and I'm giving the same information. They're like, can I come in and get a screening from you? I said, and I told them no, because you've already, you're, you're further along in the process that we have. We're going out and screening people and I, and helping doctor, identify them. already been to her doctor. Well, I'm, I'm getting that. They had already gone through the process. So then she's where we would refer people. Hey, you need to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Right. And so mm-hmm. she had a million and one questions about that. And her main concern was, how is this going to impact our retirement? Mm-hmm. And it's going to have a huge impact on their retirement. Mm-hmm. If and, and they were and it looked like they were progressing further, but they but she still had a follow up with her physician. But, you know, where she found the information from, she found it from a weight loss uh, doctor. Not her main physician, a weight loss doctor, because she was trying to take some fat pills, some burnt fat burning pills. And the doctor's like, no, we're not going to do it. She's a little upset with it. And I said, so what you're telling because me. Because you're in stage three you're, kidney disease. Yeah, and I said, you're the in, first person to tell her that, right? Yeah, and so I was teasing. I said, so you want to look fine but not have kidneys that work? And she's like, oh, that does sound silly, right? But the fact that her primary physician had not told her. Is the is the kicker? But part did know, but did know it was there. It, it was, was there. there in the blood work, and so so let's let's be clear on this too. Let's get a, a, a t- get people to realize that uh, when we say that this is in your blood work, that you're in stages one and two, it takes years, mm-hmm. years to for chronic kidney disease to pro- progress to stage three. So. This lady and millions of other Americans mm-hmm. uh, our healthcare professionals are looking at us <laughs> in this disease, uh, progressing along for years, five years, seven years, mm-hmm. eight years. That's a long time to go in year after year for your uh, annual. They're looking at you year over year. And watching you decline. Let's come back and talk about that uh, for this segment. We're out of time in this segment. Uh, You are listening to 930 AM, The Answer, on the record with Tiffany and Kevin on Conservative Talk Radio. And we're back with On the Record with Tiffany and Kevin on 930 AM, The Answer. All right. So in the in the in the section here, we were talking about this, right? Is this boring? Are we getting too far in the weeds? I don't think we're getting too far in the weeds because we're supporting the claim. It's something that people need to know this because that's how we end up. uh, There's an industry term that that uh, the kidney uh, professionals use. It's called crashing into kidney disease. 
and that's how people, and what it means is that a person shows up uh, at their doctor's office or, or at the hospital, and they're actually going into renal failure. And they've, they've never, they've never uh, been diagnosed, been told anything about their kidneys, and they're going into renal failure. So, so let, let, let's talk about this, right? Because this is a very uh, maddening topic to me. As the more I read, the more you read the actual research, right? It's very maddening to me. Oh, it is because right? it's all because there in writing. It, so, it's there. It, it's there. So in the everybody's blood work. butt is covered. Yeah. So. <laughs> Tiff and I just made the decision that we believe in free markets, right? Mm -hmm. And you come in as a patient, you come in almost, not almost, in a monopoly, right? Because they have knowledge and information that you don't have, mm -hmm. right? The research bears out that the majority of people have not, do not know about chronic kidney disease. Those who have diabetes and high blood pressure are not aware that they could go into chronic kidney disease. They simply aren't aware of it, right? And at a minimum, if you have those two things, one of those two things, you should be screened at least once a year, right? And I always tell doctors, right, when we sit on these different conference calls, especially the haughty ones, is that explain it to me in Crayolas. Draw me, draw, draw me pictures and explain to me. I only, I only want to know this one thing. What percentage is my kidneys function at? What percentage? I don't care about your number and all that other stuff. Tell me what the percentage is of my kidney function and tell me how much damage they have. And then I can go from there, right? So that's one. Two, we come at a disadvantage, especially, especially as black and brown people and uninformed people at a knowledge deficit of the therapeutics that they're available. Tiffany mentioned this drug. It's called SGLT2 inhibitor. It's a family of drugs. It's a family, it's of, a drugs. family of drugs. The 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 uh, two of the names that you would know that our brand names are Jardians and Farsiga. And they are proven mm -hmm. to be effective in most mm -hmm. people. They are actually for people who have they're diabetes. Actually, and they're right? actually help, helping, uh, showing improvement in, in heart disease, uh, in, in, in cardiovascular disease, so diabetes, as, and it's the mechanisms that it uses. It's very different. Uh, um, and it's been so successful, wildly successful with with uh, with diabetic patients, with diabetic patients, and, that, and with non-diabetic. But that the but that the, prescription, though, Tiffany, is one the the rate at which it's being prescribed is extremely low. Two, the rate at which it's getting out to our people, right, is even lower. Yeah. It's a shame, mm -hmm. right? And then everyone is talking at a national level about what needs to be done. What needs to be done? What needs to be done is that the consumer of health care, in order for the free market to really operate properly, has to be informed about that decision. And mm -hmm. the thing that I've been telling people is that if your doctor says you do not, we, we're not going to give you that medication. Give them, they need to give you the medical reason why and not generals. I, I this well, general, I, general, let me finish on this because this is a, this is a sticking point for me is you need to be told why you do not medically qualify for that medication because some of the reasons that are out there are BS to be honest with you. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, you will get extremely upset when you find out that the person who could have been there's a medication that could have prevented your loved one from going into end stage renal disease. But there was a guardian. There was a gatekeeper that prevented that. And they couldn't give a medical reason. They don't have a medical reason. Right. That is infuriating. It will make you madder than mad. You know, Something else that that should be that we have to say here, too, is that in those uh, first two stages of kidney disease, one of the things that that is in the uh, the body of knowledge, that's the the peer reviewed papers. Mm -hmm. These are the go ahead. This is the research on NIDDK, the concept that keeps going that you keep seeing over and over again is that instead of giving numbers, instead of your your doctor telling you the numbers, here, this is your kidney function. This is the number. This is the rate at which your kidney is functioning. You have 20% kidney function. You have 80% kidney function. Instead of that, they're just saying, you're okay. You're good. Everything looks fine. You have to, as the consumer, you have to ask, what does fine mean? Tell me the exact number. Because what you're going to find is that the reason why they're saying everything is fine is because of that diagnosis we just we mentioned bef uh, earlier in the podcast. They're saying everything is fine because the guidelines say they can tell you everything is fine until stage three. But it's infuriating. So yeah, and it's it's super important that you realize that when somebody says everything is fine, humor me. Tell me the number. Great. Tell me the number. And so we have decided to be comfortable with making people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Because right now the current strategy is that simply. Guess what? There's nothing bad about asking somebody for specific but the current, numbers. But the current, but the current, the current strategy they're trying to do now is simply work with the doctors, improve the incentive structure to try to get them to make referrals, get them to communicate to you, get them to run the freaking test. They want to make the right? doctors comfortable so that so that they're okay with with the impact this is going to have on them financially. So. This is the doctors have to be comfortable. Yeah. And so what we've decided to do is to be true patient advocates, to bring information to people. You're going to see a big change on the website. We're, right now, Dun our developers are going to be providing more information. They're going to be providing questions. These are the questions that the experts say you should ha you should answer. You should ask. Right. So that you're empowered. So you're with, empowered. With the knowledge that you need. Right. So that you can can uh, take care of your health, because the without your health you have nothing, you have nothing, and we're in, in a system that is it is one hundred percent 
broken. It's asymm- <laughs> it, it has, there is an asymmetric relationship in the system in which the the information knowledge is not with us. We're not yeah, aware. There's, there's the of, knowledge issue here. You know, I was on a, I, I got to tell this story. So I was on a call with a physician and because I, I just couldn't believe this. Right. So we were going back and forth. I won't call his name out. And I said, and we're, we're going back and forth. So I said, hey, so you're telling me he's not I, in this state. He's, <laughs> physician, he's not in this state. You want to call with a, a group of physicians, a group of physicians. But not in this. State. All right. So I, one in person I called out particularly Tiffany's trying to uh, Tiffany is qualifying it because that is true. But I mm-hmm. called this one individual. Out. I said, so you're telling me that I have to be I have to have enough knowledge to call you out and or call a physician out. Uh, and, and challenge and, and the, the, you better and challenge what he's telling me. Aren't going to stand down. And I said, you guys are arrogant right now and don't mm-hmm. want to even answer basic questions. And exactly. I said, and I have an ego the size of Texas. So what are you going to do when someone like my mother asked you, hey, you know, my son or my daughter, daughter-in-law, were telling me about blah blah blah. What do you think the average physician is going to say? Are they a physician? Right. Because you guys right now are getting an attitude with me asking you basic questions. So the onus is on us. Right. That is that's baked into the system. Right. So I think if the onus is on us, us being patients. Right. I think we need to build coalitions and demand certain things and ask certain questions. Right. Since they we don't have to be informed if we're in a stage of uh, of chronic kidney disease. Right. We don't have to be informed of that. And since uh, it's on us, especially if you have high blood pressure, diabetes. Right. Since they technically they can try different medications and not direct us toward the ones that actually work that are going to have an impact on our community, on our own personal health and the communities that we serve, then someone's got to speak plainly to us in regards to this. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of we ought to be those some somebodies <laughs> because you know what? I'll tell you something. Uh, the one thing that I've learned throughout this the the pandemic is that between uh, with Kevin and me, we've lost over over uh, 70 families and family members and friends during this time. So at what point does your soul start to cry? That's 70 people Mm -hmm. that uh, we will never hear their voices again. Mm -hmm. Um, So to, to sit here and act like a physician not being able to buy a new Maserati is a reason (laughs) is a reason not to uh, not to (laughs) to tell patients that they that that they're in stage one because the 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 drug that they would take would keep them from going into end-stage renal disease and, and affect the payday at the end for, for this guy. That's ridiculous. But you can't help but arrive at that conclusion. It's ridiculous. When you start reading through the, the, the body of knowledge on the phrology and the economics of it, you can't help but come to that conclusion. And, uh, and You know, but my, my thing is uh, everybody can win. Yes. A patient can have good health. The doctor can have a patient with good health and still be profitable. Uh, this is a free market society. You, we shouldn't be 
pushing people down the road to or or just quietly watching people go down the road to, to me, poor health. That's the part that 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 just drives me crazy. And saying, hey, it is the quietly watching you as you progress toward this end and not as long as we're covered, it doesn't matter. And that is no. the and but that's that the conclusion that you have. That's the conclusion that you arrive at. There's no other conclusion you can arrive at other than that conclusion. And it's a very difficult conclusion to arrive at because we're oh, talking painful. about people. We're talking about our own health. We're talking about people that we respect that we care for, that for most of us, it's a family member, right? We feel mm-hmm. about our, we feel that our physicians are family members and to say anything uh, mm-hmm. bad to, toward them or suggest to anything. looking into this and find that, out that, that not only do, are, are we looking at a situation <laughs> where people know what's going on, but at this, but they're just watching you. All right, so you've been listening to On the Record with Tiffany and Kevin on nine on nine thirty AM The Answer, home of Conservative Talk Radio. Check us out at On the Record with Tiffany on YouTube. And all you have to do is look up On the Record with Tiffany and you will get to listen to us talk about freedom, opportunity, growth, and progress. If you like what we're talking about, or if you don't, check us out on YouTube, on the record with Tiffany, and listen to what we have to say. Because we can guarantee you we're going to spark some debate at your house, just like at ours. Back on 9.30 a.m., The Answer with On the Record with Kevin and Tiffany. You didn't say anything about that. All right. Mm-hmm. We were not supposed to be having this detail. We we're supposed to have only two segments on this and move on. But okay. we we're both extremely passionate. So we're just going to wrap. We're going to roll the show down and, and, and finish up this segment with it. All right. So you can tell Tiff and I are really passionate about this. Now, I'm going to turn this a little 70 bit. 70 people gone. You can't help but be. Uh, let me let me preface that. Everybody did not die from kidney disease. We watched people die from a, an asundry of different mm-hmm. illnesses, uh, delays in care. Kidney disease is just one gigantic delay in yeah. care. But, uh, you know, we watched this. And when you experience that, you, you know that, one, uh, information needs to be knowledge is power. Knowledge yeah. is truly power really, in this, really in this is. situation. And uh, whether it's a situation where I feel like everybody is suffering from a degree of victimization. I hate mm-hmm. using that word within this system because it's a very broken system. The healthcare system is broken. So you got doctors that are and. Uh, and I say medical professionals, nurse practitioners, doctors, nurses, they're they're trying to work within a system that uh, rewards the back end for. for yeah. Now, when uh, we say the healthcare disease. system is broken, I don't mean that the healthcare system isn't producing innovations, life saving, life saving. They are they're producing wonderful. They things. are. Right. They're producing those things. But it's the means by which people are rewarded within that system. It's the means by which information is disseminated to people who are at risk. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And we know the people who are at risk, who are more likely to go into pron- chronic kidney disease. We're not even talking about rare diseases. Right. And then that. But there is a debate uh, with with within these different egghead groups in which people are debating. Should you be informed as a patient slash consumer. And all of a sudden they are becoming uh, concerned with your mental well-being, your emotional well-being. Those are generally the excuses that are out there. But you and I have a right to know. Right. And I'm going to tell some I'm going to tell a couple of personal stories. Right. About three weeks ago, uh, I got a call about a childhood friend of mine and uh, he's a big Trumpian. This is an important part of it. he's a big Trumpian fan. He and I are kind of going back and forth because I'm on the never Trumper bus and he's on the Trump train. Right. And so and I got ran over in 2016 by it. Right. But anyway, long story short, he passed away. He had covid. Right. He had some he had some internal damage to you know his organ and his liver. Right. And, and he died and they buried him. And then I have another friend uh, that the childhood friend he and I played baseball together and, you know, really good guy. And uh, he uh, went into hospice. Right. And he had some organ uh, issues as well, in particular. Kidney his liver. And, and liver. Yeah. And, and so uh, and it's basic information that he didn't have. And when you go in and you have them and you walk people through their blood work, and you say, look for this number, look mm-hmm. for this number, look. And they're looking for that number. Mm-hmm. It's in the blood work. You see it's mm-hmm. progressing. You, you see, see it. and that's the conversation that we have with people. We're and and that's the painful part. That's the painful that part. It's there. And 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 consumers, regular patients are sitting there talking to their their uh trusted mm-hmm. guidance, their medical professional and and they're, they're all, both are looking at this, but the person with the knowledge uh, is not sharing. Hey, by the way, you're in stage one kidney disease. And if you continue down this trajectory, by the time you're 65, you're going to be in end stage renal disease. And by the way, that's generally the age most people yeah, are that's at the average when, they, age when they're diagnosed with it. And you want to talk about wipe out your retirement, there you go, wiping mm-hmm. out your retirement. And but they, the your quality of life, who cares if you have a big retirement if, if you can't walk down the street and do the things that you need to do? If you have to be hooked up to a machine three days a week, uh, mm-hmm. who... who what kind of quality of life do you have? The level of depression that that people experience when they uh, go into end stage renal disease. It is worth us having this conversation over and over again to prevent but, one person from going into it because that affects your entire family. But here, but here, but here, but here is the great part, right? We're in a free market economy. There That's is right. a simple, so there is a pill that will ho- help the majority of people. Mm-hmm. It is a diabetic pill. It's for mm-hmm. diabetes, right? The common name, what's the, what's the two common I, names I, for I, it? I said, said it earlier. It's, uh, there are, there's a family of medications. They're called SGLT2Is. And the, the, uh, the, 
brand names that you would know are Farsiga and Jardians. Uh, either and, of those two. And they're those drugs really it's a 10 milligram tablet twice, twice a, day a day for most it's people not a, not a shot in the stomach it's none of that it's a 10 milligram tablet twice a day and it is a game changer mm-hmm. and right now uh the the medical uh, right now there's a dragging of people's feet they have all kind of bs reasons for not wanting to bring the medication out right but none of them, from my viewpoint, are, tend to be medical. But there are situations where people can't take the medicine. Well, here's the bottom right? line. But in most cases, they can't. The medical professionals, the highest medical uh, professionals, the researchers, the researchers at the National Institute of Health and at the NIDDK are saying, we need to get these drugs to the consumers. Bottom line. They are saying this is highly recommended. Which is why it is extremely important for early detection, mm-hmm. right, and screenings. That's right. Which is why we emphasize that over and over again. Not just our organization. Now, we're take, our organization is bringing it out. When I say our organization, the Texas Kidney the, Foundation, the Texas Kidney Foundation uh, uh, is bringing... Uh, early detection and kidney screening to uh, to all the neighborhoods to the to the various neighborhoods in Bear County and the surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. But it's also important that physicians and hospitals also adopt a early detection and a screening process for, at the minimum, people who have diabetes, hypertension, or a combination of both. They should be screened, and they need to be informed of where they're going. All right, Tiffany, we are running out of time. And anything else you'd like to say about that? Uh, one in three are at risk for kidney disease. It's imperative that you get your kidneys checked. If you have diabetes or hypertension, you don't feel bad with kidney disease. You don't. It generally does not present symptoms until... Uh, the latter stages of kidney disease. So mm-hmm. in order to empower yourself, just get your kidneys checked. Ask for the specific number. So you want to know what your EGFR, estimated glomerular filtration rate, is. And you also want to know what your albumin-creatinine ratio is. You want those two things because that's going to give them a full picture of your kidneys. Uh, We're not doctors. That's why you want to go and see one, but be armed with the correct questions to ask. And do not back down until you get specific numbers for yourself. Anything ambiguous, remember, you're, you're dealing with a medical professional, so there should not be ambiguity in answers. So anything ambiguous, like, oh, you're doing great. What is great? Tell me the numbers. And remember, you're an American. You can handle it. You're a big boy and girl. You know, you're Bring not somebody anymore. else with you, too, yeah. when you go to doctor's appointments. Any, you're not a snowflake. You can deal with it. So you have a right to know that information, a right mm-hmm. to know that knowledge. You have the right to know. And you've it's been listening to you. On the Record with Tiffany and Kevin on 930 AM, The Answer, home of conservative talk radio. 
You've been enjoying On the Record with Tiffany. We encourage you to share these stories with friends and family. You can listen to other shows by going to 930amtheanswer.com. And join us next week for On the Record with Tiffany on 930amtheanswer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.